Hello, and welcome to Full Court Press. I'm Elliot Edmiston, co-host of the Full Court Press podcast, and I'll be giving you the daily basketball coverage from last night's games. For the daily podcast, I'll be briefly talking about each game, covering the most important moments, player performances, and other things to look out for in the NBA world. Let's talk about last night's games. Now, you may have noticed that I didn't post on Saturday, and it's because the, I think I want to keep the in-season tournament po- uh, podcast separately. I want to do like a big, maybe 30, 40 minute analysis on the entire thing rather than individually. Though they do count for regular season wins, I just, I want to keep those separate. I feel like that's its own thing. But let's talk about last night's games, starting with the Philadelphia 76ers giving Phoenix their fourth loss in Philadelphia. I mean, this was just one of those games where it was really hard to watch. Uh, no Devin Booker for this game. So Kevin Durant and crew, they put on a pretty rough performance against the rolling Philadelphia 76ers. Embiid, he scores 26 points on 50% shooting, hits all his threes, but gets 10 rebounds and 3 assists, as well as Tobias Harris getting 18 points and 10 rebounds, shooting pretty efficiently. Tyrese Maxey, he gets 22 points, shooting 50%, and getting 5 rebounds and 10 assists. And Kelly Oubre Jr., he's been one of their biggest catalysts in the season. He's been shooting pretty efficiently, but on top of that, he's just been a bucket for them in a big way. I think that if you're Philadelphia, you don't want to get rid of him at all. He's been you're one of your best three players so far this season, and he's really showing that he has a potential. Although their bench didn't do almost anything with Paul Reed getting them their most points, which was four, and Furkan Korkmaz, who got five and hit both of his shots, none of their bench players really did much. It was really just their starters, just tearing it up. And for Phoenix, I mean, their, their shooting as a team was just rough. 36% from the field, 25% from three. KD, he got 31 points, shot nine of 20 from the field, one for four from three. But the killers for this team were just Yusuf Nurkic and Eric Gordon, who shot four of 14 and six of 15, respectively. And Grayson Allen, he took a huge step back, but I think the biggest thing for them is that it just it was just bad shooting. And nobody was really crashing the boards. Nobody got over nine boards this game, which was Nurkic. Everybody else just kind of didn't really do much. And it just didn't seem that... uh, Are the Suns in trouble? That's a big question I have right now. Because the Suns' season could be on the line with this stretch of games. Losing twice to San Antonio of all teams. And now the 76ers. I mean, it just... It could be... It could be rough, for sure. Moving on, we have the Charlotte Hornets beating the Indiana Pacers in a crazy win. And that's saying something because, I mean, Tyrese Halliburton, with his 43-point performance, could have won them the game. And, I mean, give give credit to him, but give credit to most of their guys. Buddy Heald got 19 off the bench, and Jalen Smith has been really solid for them. He got 11 points, 9 boards this game, and... Really, just their whole team was kind of clicking. 
They got Miles Turner, who's been solid this whole season. And Obi Toppin, he got 11 points. But for them, it was just Benedict Matherin. He shot 3 of 11 from the field. Only got 8 points this game with 24 minutes on the court. But, I mean, give credit to Charlotte getting this win. And Lamella Ball, as as mediocre of a game as he had, he definitely... I mean, he won them the game by stealing the ball last second. And Mark Williams, I was really high on him for a long time. He had a great game. Had 27 points, 7, seven rebounds, and shot pretty efficiently, 9 for, nine for 12 from the field. Gordon Hayward got 23 points. Terry Rozier got 22. And P.J. Washington, he got 15. It's just their whole team... Although they're having a losing season so far, they beat Indiana, gave them their third loss, and now they're 500 for the season. And they just, they look like they could potentially bring their season back. They put Brandon Miller on the bench this game, and he got them 10 points in 34 minutes, shot four from seven from the field. Pretty good, but I think just overall, I'm, I'm... I'm not fully convinced about the Charlotte Hornets, but I think that they did really, really well, and I'm excited for them and for the season. The Orlando Magic, they get a revenge win against the LA Lakers in just a huge performance from Paulo and Franz. They're just the dynamic duo of that team, and combined, they always, they're always 50% from the field or at least most of the time. And as a team, they shot 45% and 36% from three. I think they have a lot of growth, especially with their young guys like Jalen Suggs and Anthony Black and Paulo, of course. But Jonathan Isaac got 11 minutes in this game. Cole Anthony, he got 23 minutes, got 14 points. And their whole team just looked like they were going to click the whole game. And although D'Angelo Russell had a great game, his last game, he it was really rough watching him shoot 4 from 17 from the field and 1 for 10 from 3. Only getting 11 points this game, I mean, it was a huge step back, but who did come through for their team, at least in that respect, was Austin Reeves. He got 20 points this game, and although he didn't do too much with boards or assists, he shot pretty efficiently, and he gave them the offense that they were lacking from D'Angelo Russell. Anthony Davis, he ended up getting 28 points, LeBron, 24, and they both played over 30 minutes this game. And in a loss, especially in a bad loss, what do you do with that? Their bench didn't do much. In fact, Christian Wood and Max Christie, they both got at least 25 minutes, and they got 6 points each. And their, their bench really did nothing. So leaving LeBron and AD in the game, I guess, is their best hope. But leaving LeBron in for 35 minutes, my two cents on the Lakers just has to be, I don't know how sustainable Anthony Davis and LeBron James are going to be this season. And you can always count out LeBron and he'll shut you up every season. But in year 21, 35 minutes is just a lot. And I want to see... If it's sustainable. Not that I think it won't be. I just question it. 
Moving on, the Celtics end up taking their fifth win of the season. They're undefeated. And Jason Tatum, Kristaps Porzingis, Jalen Brown, they really showed up this game. And with no Derek White, they just take the W over a Brooklyn team that simply looked lost out there. Cam Thomas, he gets 24 points. Mikael Bridges and Spencer Dinwiddie both have 19 points each. But they just, they shot semi-efficiently. And it just didn't matter because Boston, they shoot 47% from the field and 33% from three. And Drew Holiday is just a dog. Although he only got 18 points, he's supposed to be getting the nine rebounds and 10 assists that he gave. It was just an outstanding performance. Jason Tatum, is he the front runner for MVP this season? I don't know, you tell me. But he looked unstoppable. The Houston Rockets, they get their second win of the season against the Sacramento Kings. For me, my biggest takeaway this game would have to be that Jabari Smith, although he's not back, and although he hasn't been doing well, he had a great game this game. He got 11 rebounds and 21 points, and Alpern Shingun, he's been their best player this season, and he got 15 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. Fred Van Fleet, he showed up, got 21 points, and... 12 assists, and Dylan Brooks was their leading scorer this game with 26 points, 9 rebounds, and shooting 9 of 14 from the field. Although their bench didn't do hardly anything except Jay Sean Tate, who got 11 points, their starters, they, they played basically the whole game, almost. And for Sacramento, no Fox. He could be make or break this season. I want to see him perform. I definitely want... I wonder what this team's going to look like without him. Keegan Murray, he had an off game. Shot 1 of 8 from 3. 3 of 12 from the field. DeMontis Sabonis was perhaps their best player. Shooting 50%, getting 15 rebounds and 11 points. But Harrison Barnes, he got 13. Malik Monk off the bench has been absolutely astounding. He had 18 points. 7 assists, and he really carried their bench. But it really wasn't enough to beat the Houston Rockets, who just brutally outscored them 107-89. to Nikola Jokic was one assist away from getting his 100-whatever triple-double, and he leads this team against a pretty rough-looking Bulls team. Vucevic was probably their best player, getting seven boards and 19 points, but they just, they couldn't stop Jokic, and they definitely couldn't stop a just an outstanding game from Michael Porter Jr. And their whole team just seemed to be clicking, and Reggie Jackson was a great signing, and Christian Brown looks like he's going to be a nugget for life at this point. He just, he loves the team, he loves, he's fit really well into their system, and they were just rolling. For DeRozan and Zach Levine, they didn't do as great as they normally would in these close games. But hey, you can't can't expect those two players especially to go night in and night out and win you a game. That's, I mean, just the Nuggets are just going to steamroll teams in the West. 
And you can basically, I mean, you could put it in, in black ink that Jokic is going to get 25 points, 15 rebounds, and 9 or 10 assists tonight. He, I've said it before, this could be his revenge MVP season. Especially since he's leading this Nuggets team in a way that nobody's leading their team to victories. But that's just my take. I want to get I want to get to know what you guys say and what you guys think of the Nuggets. I know what Charles thinks, and I don't like it because the Nuggets have looked just absolutely dominant in the West. But that's going to wrap it up for tonight's games. There were two more, but I don't really want to talk about them all too much. But as for Sunday, it's the 5th. We're five games or five days into the month. And the San Antonio Spurs are going to host the Toronto Raptors. The Pistons are going to host the Suns. The Cleveland Cavaliers are going to host the Warriors. The Mavericks, who are 4-1 this season, they're a great team, are going to host the Hornets. And the Portland Trailblazers, who are 3-3, are going to host the Grizzlies, who haven't won a game this season. And everybody is saying how disappointing they are. Look... I'm going to save you guys the time and the energy now and say that you shouldn't expect much from the Grizzlies this season. Just throw the season away, hope you get a great lottery pick, and wait next year because they just, they're rough. They've been rough, and I don't expect them to be much of anything, really. They don't have Jaw, they don't have Steven Adams, and... Even if they had jaw, I just don't see their team doing as well as they did last year. And you know how bad that was. That's all speculation. Maybe they pick it back up in the season and it's all okay. But all anybody needs to know is that the Grizzlies are exactly where I would expect them to be. And it could just... That just may be the trajectory of that team this season. But with that, I think that's going to conclude this podcast... Um, I want to do a, an in-season tournament pod for sure, but that's going to wrap it up here. Thank you guys for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.